COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa. You can follow me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. Um, you can donate to this podcast at Cash App, um, Cash Sign I am Cannabis Sativa. And we're also on Getter at IC Sativa Pod as well. So don't be shy to follow us on all the socials. All right. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today. Um, so I made this little diagram that I'm going to show you before you read this article. Um, but to contextualize the diagram, I'm going to show you this diagram. So this is from HanwayAssociates.com. 
Um, so they so they did a bunch of polling and research on where support is on 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 cannabis in Europe. Um, and I went a step further in taking these, um, taking the polls of these European countries and comparing them to similarly yoked U.S. states that had a similar percentage at the time that they voted for adult use or at the time that adult use failed. So, um, so I had a little bit of fun. Um, so this is the diagram. I'm going to have to get to put my logo on it a little bit later, but this, this, here it is people. Here it is. You know what? You know, I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my logo on it right now. So bear with me one sec. Okay. All is right with the world. We can have fun while we have fun. Um, so some respect was put on the name here. So, um, things are where they need to be. They're in order again. So, all right. So this is the, um, so y'all know that I, I, I love and, and watch football. Um, so I kind of divided up all these like countries and states into tiers. Um, you guys have seen this tier maker around this tier maker thing for, for memes around the internet. So I figured I'd do that. Um, so um again i'm gonna try to get i'm gonna try to see if i can get i think i know all these states and countries flags by by name i'm gonna try my best to do that um so bear with me while we do it okay so new jersey had about 67 percent arizona about 60 italy's about 60 percent support um, believe this is Portugal, about 59-ish percent, Switzerland, 58, Montana, about 57, California, 57, and, uh, Washington State, about 56. And then, um, I believe that's Michigan, about 55%, Oregon at 55, and Espana at 55%. And then, this is, and then... Now we're getting to the second tier. So these are people that are going to make the playoffs and the home team, the home team is going to, the home team is going to have to play wildcard weekend. Sorry. Grassachus is going to have to play wildcard weekend. Only 54% of voters said yes. So Colorado, I think it was around 55. Um, Great Britain, Great Britain is around 55% England. So the UK is around 55% support. Um, believe that's Nevada, about 54%, and Massachusetts around 54%. So, so Colorado, England, um, Nevada, and Massachusetts are gonna have to play games on wild card weekend, folks. All right, wild card. So in the NFL, um prior to last year, there were two wild card spots per conference. So the NFC like if you did not win your division outright, you if if you did well enough or whatever, like if you had a winning record that was good enough within within that was within sort of the bubble or or whatnot, um, depending on how you did against other teams and stuff, you would still get to get a playoff spot. So you there used to be two per conference, and last year they added more teams and they did they. They changed a few things in the NFL. Now there are three wild card spots for per per uh, um conference now. So it, it almost feels like the almost the whole division makes the playoffs now, which I I think it's dumb. I don't think they should have done it that way. They should have kept it at two. But 
Um, I'm kind of getting in the weeds. Um, so these are teams that, um, or these are countries and states that it barely got, yes, it barely passed. So these are regions where it barely, where yes, barely got over the finish. So we're going to start with Alaska, um, that got about 53-ish percent. Um, France is, I believe, at 52. Uh, again, and like, like we, like, uh, like, like pollsters have said, 3% is the margin of error. So all these wildcard teams, that's why I put them there. That's they're, they're, they're cutting it extremely close to the margin of error. And, and, and Germany outright fails because they, there's only 50% support. But um, thankfully for Germany, it's being done through, you know, it's being done through parliament, through the lawmakers. So um, the waiting for fossils to come around is not what they're going to have to really do. So again, that's why I put Germany on wild card bound. I mean, normally getting just fifty percent is would would fail in in almost every other state. Um, but I have to put them in the wild card because they're gonna they're they're passing it through lawmaker and through through legislative process and through their health minister and such. So they're ready. They're getting it even though the support is not fully there yet. All right. So the wild card teams are are Alaska, France. Maine, Maine got about 50.2% and Germany just 50%. New Zealand, all right. All right, so your teams that, that, that don't make the playoffs and that, that fail. Um, so New Zealand, they put it to national vote um, in 2020 and it got, I think, 47 or 48%. Um, in the Netherlands, surprisingly, um, even though they're trying to push through a pilot adult use program, support ain't there either. It's it's under 50% there. And North Dakota was was the biggest loser out of all all of them by only getting a 38 or 39% yes when, when they put it on the ballot in 2018. So that's the tiers of, of, of countries and states when in compared comparison to each other. Report launch, recreational Europe. Anway Associates was delighted to author the new First Wednesday report, Recreational Europe, produced in partnership with Cana Sativa or Can Sativa, Curaleaf International, and NC. Okay, so you're just gonna have to, um, you know, it's a weekend. Um, it's May. It's 87 degrees. Um, people are gonna be playing music, so y'all are gonna have to just deal. Um, is what it is. I. I don't live in one of these sleepy cul-de-sacs, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with background noise. Is what it is, folks. Let's 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 keep it pushing. With a population of more than 1.5 times the combined populations of U.S. and Canada, the potential scale of Europe's recreational market is immense. The once hypothetical scenario is fast becoming a reality. Europe cannabis reform has become a question of how, not if. In this report, we take an expansive look at recreational cannabis across Europe and the forces that are set to shape it. Support for legal government-regulated sales of cannabis products to over-18s. Support, oppose, neither support or oppose. So Italy is about 60% yes. Portugal, 59% yes. Switzerland, 58 Spain, 56 United Kingdom, 55 um, France, 52%, Germany, 50%, and the Netherlands, 47 So the, so Germany and the net, so France, Germany, Netherlands, according to the margin of error, which is about 3% are 
they're they're underwater. So I would only say five of these countries would actually pass it. Recreational Europe sees the launch of the European Cannabis Tracker, the first ever nationally representative polling on cannabis conducted across eight key markets. So the reason why, like, part of the reason why support in Europe is not as high as the U.S. is because you don't have, like, with, like, the Land Grant Act in, in the United States, you had a lot of investment towards public publicly funded institution, and there was a concerted effort to have the 50 states have respectable colleges. And, you know, and within those colleges, the... Um, they invested a lot into academia. They invested a lot to foster environments for activism. So you were able to have things like normal develop, things like students for a democratic society, all those sort of like student organizations. Um, colleges in, in America are set up pretty easily to, to set up organizations for advocacy of, of various issues. So that's why you were able to sort of move public opinion in, in the speed in which you were able to do it in the U.S. and how you were able to mobilize entire states to, to put things on ballots and, and pass it for all adults. Our polling reveals a continent po poised for reform, with 55% of Europeans in favor of legal regulated cannabis sales to over 18s. The figure is strikingly similar to the percentage at which ballot initiatives for legalization passed in Colorado and Washington ushered in the first U.S. legal cannabis markets in 2012. We also found that nearly 30% of Europeans would consider trying legal cannabis, a potential consumer base of over 120 million adults across core European markets. So that's, that's on par with the U.S. Like I remember reading like a poll, um, I, I think it was like a Boston Globe or Boston Herald poll that said like, I think like 20% of, of adults regularly smoke weed in Massachusetts. So that 20, 30% number of people regularly doing it is it's on par with the U.S. And, and most legal states, it's around that number. You still have a lot of squares and you still have a lot of people that, that work jobs that don't allow them to do it. So, I mean, perhaps the kicker here is um, not whether or not, um, I mean, the, so the kicker and, 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 and the... What, 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 what blows my mind is that, yeah, I mean, in America, that, that number is around 20-some percent in a lot of legal states. Like my state, like I mentioned, is about 20% of adults regularly doing it. So maybe I can open the possibility to people in Europe being more open to admitting that they're users of cannabis as opposed to the le people in legal states. Who knows? I don't know. But the number seems to be around 20% in, 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 in some legal states of, of people that are regular. So again, I mean, there are more admitted, it seems like there are more admitted users per capita in Europe, despite the support not being where, where, where it is in, in the US. We, we also find that nearly 30% of Europeans would consider trying legal cannabis, a potential customer base of over 120 million adults. All right, I'm not going to read this. The first three chapters highlights the scale of recreational reforms already taking place across Central Europe in the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Switzerland, and Germany. Europeans' legacy sector, rooted in genetics and the North American operators, are starting to, bring, to build a presence on the continent. We also explore the most important policy considerations faced by legalizing European markets from UN to EU obligations to international trade, access to capital, pricing, taxation, and status of medical cannabis. 
Y'all didn't do nothing. England did not do a darn thing when Canada legalized. The Queen just said, the Queen just stamped it and just allowed it to go forward. They aren't going to do crap. Come on. The Queen's rubber stamped, the, the, the Queen rubber stamped Canada legalizing. So, ain't, crap ain't going to happen. Come on. It's all cap. The domino effect of legal, legalization. North America has seen an accelerated growth in the number of new jurisdictions legalizing over the past decade. The graph provides an indicative comparison of the number of jurisdictions that have legalized recreational cannabis in North America and Europe, in either completely or, are, or as part of a time-limited pilot. We have included Germany for comparison in the upcoming European market. So they outline all the U.S. states. Um, yeah, so Colorado, Washington start, started it first, 2012. Alaska, Oregon in 2014. And then my wave of states, Grassachusetts, doing it in 2016. Arizona was the only one that was the only one that failed in the 2016 wave uh, for um for adult use. And then through lawmakers, you through lawmaker, you had um Vermont through the lawmakers and through ballot initiative, you had Michigan in 2018. And then you had all of Canada in 2018. Then you had Illinois by law by, by legislature. You had Montana and New Jersey by, by ballot initiative and, and Arizona by ballot initiative. You had Connecticut and New Mexico in 20, uh, what year? 2021. Um, yeah, 2021, you had New York, Virginia, New Mexico, and Connecticut. Or heck, even this year, I guess. I think it was this year. Years are going by so quick. And then your countries in Europe now. So starting with Netherlands and their pilot program in 2017, the program is not up and running yet, but they're, you know, the growers and all the people are, are getting it up and running. Luxembourg, 2018, 2020, Switzerland, and in 2021, Germany and Malta are right. So Malta is right near um, Italy. All right, bear with me one moment. All right, so we have the exact number at this point. So everyone, everyone from from you know various sources, um, from the various sources and the various people that I follow and the, my various contacts, everyone has been telling me that Europe, that Europe for a number of reasons is not where many of these U.S. states are when it comes to cannabis. But now we have the exact scope and the exact number as to how far behind they are, and the number is about ten years. So they so so m most of the European countries right now are where are are where are where America was in 2012 roughly according to this article. So let's 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 continue. Europe's current trajectory compares to that of the U.S. in 2012 when Washington and Colorado legalized. Chapter two crosses the Atlantic to reveal the regulatory case studies and commercial insights from how legal markets develop in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, I'm going to save you guys a lot of time. Do do everything the way states like Oregon and like Oregon did. I would say Washington um, on the retail side, but Washington, Washington's adult use law did not legalize home cultivation for all adults. So I don't believe you should go that route. I, I believe you should legalize possession and home cultivation. And, and, and it should be a package deal. So I would say Oregon did it the best. Colorado did it the best um, prior to 
um, Jared Polis using tyranny and and rolling ro- um, rolling back cannabis reform, um, like like he did last year. Um, so 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 Colorado and Oregon are are states to replicate. They did it right in terms of adult use. Um, so those those are the states that are those are the states you should replicate most. I would say Oregon. I would I would lean heavily towards replicating Oregon. European listener, European lawmaker. Chapter two crosses the Atlantic to reveal regulatory case studies and commercial insights from how legal markets develop in the U.S. and Canada. It is critical that we do not spend years trying to build a system from scratch when we have this wealth of experience to draw from. We present lessons from North America that should be implemented early on in Europe, which should include balanced licensing for production, retail, micro-businesses, setting up a sensible taxation policy to help the legal market thrive, early amnesties to bring legacy genetics and operators, yes, and making social equity and inclusion a key part of the conversation. We also identify strategies to support a rapid scale-up in Europe from licensing brands to IP to leveraging tech solutions for insights and compliance and the importance of access to banking, institutional capital, and public markets. Open to o- Owners of rare and limited licenses are in a coveted position and stand to see successes like their U.S. counterparts did. Can you imagine the boutique dispensary in Oxford Street attaching, attracting... Attracting Instagram influencers or a local or excuse me, or a world famous cannabis social club in Kratz in in Kruisenberg catering to the trendy locals. Our final chapter looks to the future of legal cannabis in Europe, exploring the notion of cannabis plus the intersections of cannabis with music, food and fashion and how that may take hold in Europe. We also look at the look at across the region to movements for reform that are continuing to unfold to help understand what the future may bring we shared hanway's own legalization matrix our mapping of the themes and factors which affect the pace and shape of reform in europe from a nation's drug policies through to the political arithmetic media framing economic indicators broad cultural trends, we present a multi-dimensional tool for assessing the conditions for reform across different markets. Like, I don't think in the states that, like, we have that intention of being that methodical with policy. Like, I would say that, like, groups like the Koch brothers and Heritage Foundation, like, they get this top down. But, like, I just feel that with our, I just believe, excuse me, I just believe it, like, the way we do policy it's not about practicality, right? Practicality is not the first priority in, in, in the U.S. anymore. I don't think it ever was. I think it was just profit the entire time. But look at, look at this. Look at how, look at how like, methodical they're, they're thinking this through, you know? And like we like when when we covered the um, Germany health minister saying that I don't really support legalization, but um, medical has not rolled out quickly enough, and this is inevitable. So we better just legalize it so we can control it. Like like again, it's just like it just feels like there's just too many like there's just too many outside groups and just too many like 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 special interests in the U.S. that prevents that prevents actual sort of um, real discussion. And, you know, again, I, I, I definitely believe that 
we tailor tailor things way more for short term profit in the U.S. as opposed to practical, methodical policy. It's going to be good for the for people in the long run. Um, probably why America is going to get passed by China in like three or so years. Um, um, China they they act they plan out their flipping economy. All right, let's let's continue. Through the European Cannabis Tracker, we have rich insights into what the public thinks about cannabis, the perceived benefits and the risks of legalization, and preferred models of sales and regulation at an individual country at, at a pan-European level. We, what we find is that a region is supportive of a shift from prohibition to cautious and controlled commercial markets. I mean, that's kind of the conclusion I was also re reaching when, when covering these Euro European pilot programs, that they wanted sort of, they want a very sort of uh, controlled and slow rollout. They don't want, they don't want a open door rollout like you've seen in a lot of U.S. states. All right, let's, let's read that again. What we find is that a region is supportive of a shift from prohibition to cautious and controlled commercial markets but with marked differences in enthusiasm excuse me, and reservations across different markets and age groups. You can read more of our key polling takeaways throughout this report and contact us to find more. European support for cannabis markets with the following features. So again, I mean, public sentiment in Europe is not where, where a lot of the U.S. states are. And like, like, we, like we did with that like um, tier list, it, it, like a lot of these very conservative u.s states beat beat out a lot of european whole countries so let's let's read this support of the sale of regulated cannabis products only to those over 18 66 support so so sale so regulated sale to adults 57 percent support cannabis tax revenue to fund cannabis education and drug treatment 51 percent support limits on product potency 57% support a restriction on smoking, consuming cannabis in outdoor slash public places. Believe it or not, that's, it's not actually that different than the U.S. Most, in almost every state but New York, you are not allowed to smoke cannabis in public. So that's, that's not too different than the U.S. Support on an advertising ban for cannabis products, 58%. 60% support a plain packaging with health warnings. 39% support online ordering and delivery with ID checks, 37 oppose. All done, get all done, get her done. End of article, folks. So there you have it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna show that our, our, our image one more time that we made, zoom in so it's nice and big, pause. <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna read the countries again, but I'm just gonna keep this on the screen. I'm also gonna put it in the description as well too, and I'm gonna, gonna put a link to it. But here you are, and there's the, the here's, 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 um, here are the European countries when compared to their counterparts in, with various U.S. states. But enough from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash 
slash anchor.fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.